0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Cenoevo here. Let's get right down to it, starting with a special AEW Dark Elevation that started right before Ring of Honor Final Battle, which had the Kingdom's Matt Taven and Mike Bennett defeated Sal Muscat and Ativalu, both from the Rose Wrestling Academy. This is actually Mike Bennett's first AEW match, and he gets the pin on Muscat after the Kingdom hit the Pro p- the Proton Pack in a little over a minute. Athena defeated Maddie Rinkowski. Uh Maddie hasn't been seen in AEW since March, but Athena makes quick work of her winning with a crossface and then continue the attack after tossing Maddie all around the ring outside. Top Flight defeated The Factory's Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado. Darius Martin gets the pin on Solo after Dante Martin hits a nosedive to split up Comarado and Solo. Pretty impressive here. And Juice Robinson gets his first AEW win defeated Shino after hitting a pile driver, uh, but Shino hung in this match here with Juice. We go to the regular Monday elevation as Emmy Sakura defeated Danny B in under a minute with a dragon sleeper. Matt Menard and Angela Parker defeated Warren Johnson and Zach Mason. Uh, another quick match here where 2.0 didn't even take their jackets off and right away hit their double DDT as Parker gets the pin. This is actually pretty funny because Matt Menard is actually on commentary for the rest of the show and they kind of like um, picked on him for not really doing much in this match. We get a backstage promo from the Butcher and the Blade pretty much calling out the rest of the tag team division. Willow Nightingale defeated Vert Vixen, aka Glitch the Gamer, who's been seen on Woman of Wrestling. Quick work from Willow here, winning with a spinebuster, but as soon as the match was over, Ty Conti and Anna Jay run to the ring and start attacking Willow, but she's saved by Ruby Soho, who comes out with a lead pipe to chase them away. The best friends defeated Zach Clayton and Zane Valero. Uh, Clayton stepped off the apron during the match and left his partner alone, so the best the Best friends hit the strong zero and Tramparetta gets the pin on Valero, and then after, I guess they felt bad for him, so... Got to give him what they want and gave him a hug. Ari DeVari and the Varsity Athletes defeated Brandon Cutler in Chaos Project. Uh, Smart Mark Sterling cut a promo coming to the ring, talking down to the Texas crowd. Fun match here with a bunch of comedy spots, including Cutler, Luther, and Serpentico all doing airplane spin spots. Uh, Sterling tried to steal the cold spray from Cutler, but it backfired. But the Varsity Athletes were able to take down Serpentico, followed by a frog splash from Daivari for the pin. We go to Tuesday's AEW Dark. These matches are actually taped all the way back in early November in Atlantic City. And a bunch of the matches from this taping actually got cut. Uh, I guess it wouldn't make sense to show them because I had such matches as like 10 still with the Dark Order. And uh, Regal with the Blackpool Combat Club. So I guess they just went ahead. And uh, cut those matches from this show. But the matches that we did get was Ty Mello defeated Miranda Vanette very quickly and easily with a net crank submission type hold. The Factory's Lee Johnson, QT Marshall, and Cole Carter defeated Joe Keys, Chris Dealer, and LSG. With Carter getting the pin on LSG after a three-man assisted Cutler. Zach Clayton defeated Steve Pena after hitting a Fisherman's Buster. Kip Sabian defeated Tony Deppen. um uh, it was kind of funny here because this is obviously taped before he got pulled from his match uh against orange cassidy on rampage so commentary says that oh sabian's clear now after not being cleared on rampage um so that was kind of funny but this, this match is actually pretty good uh very competitive here and the ending came with Sabian dodging Depping at the end and hitting the cycle driver for the win. In the mid event here, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz defeated the trustbusters Slim J and Jeeves K. Nice showing from Kingston and Ortiz who had the crowd fully behind them, as Kingston made Jeeves K submit to the stretch plumb and attack Slim J after the match. We go to impact wrestling on before the impact Trey Miguel defeated Jason Hotch. Uh, Miguel has a more heelish persona with his green spray painted X division title. Now, I think he might be dropping the Miguel from his name as well. And kind of going back to Trey as his graphic just showed Trey, but they still refer to him as Trey Miguel. Um, and the story here is that Miguel actually trained Hotch, so he's attacking his students. And uh, he he's doing his high-flying moves to the crowd before kind of flipping them off, so he's definitely going the heel route here. And he gets to win after hitting the lightning spiral that after the match he spray-painted Hotch. The main show starts with a video from Diener, Angels, and Khan, who are no longer violent by design now that Eric Young is gone, and they're just going to go by the design. So I guess no more violence. We go to the Impact World Tag Team Championship match as Heath and Rhino... Fought the Mortis City Machine Guns, but the match ended in a no contest. It was actually getting pretty good. Chris David and Heath were going at it, so the major players ran out and took them out, ended this match and calling f- to get a tag team title shot themselves. We go backstage where Josh Alexander asks Scott DeMore for time tonight to call out Bully Ray, so Scott gives him his blessing. Johnny Swinger and Ziggy Dice come in and they ask him for a title shot, and DeMore says that if Swinger wins 50 matches, uh, Swinger might have a chance. So I can see some maybe some comedy spots where I don't know johnny swinger defeats 50 guys <laughs> in some sort of like match like some jobber match or something in his dungeon who knows but hopefully some funny stuff can come out of this jordan grace and mickey james had a photo shoot for the hard to kill title match that turned into a, a, a pretty heated argument it's actually kind of funny they showed them taking the pictures and then just kind of transition to the graphics so we actually got to see like a making of one of these graphics which was pretty cool savannah evans defeated taya valkyrie after hitting a full nelson uh, slam they had a nice little video package showing highlights from ace austin and chris bay in the new japan um super junior tag team tournament which is something i wish that AEW would do like they barely even acknowledge when somebody like lance archer is over there so kind of cool to see impact uh, piggyback off of this promotion we see moose attacking bupinder gujour backstage and tells him to give his message to joe henry we see a video from delirious Uh, not sure what he was saying here but pretty much he's calling out eddie edwards for tonight's main event the designs Khan, the former connor of ascension defeated sammy callahan deaner and angels are on the outside it caused a little bit of distraction as Khan took advantage and headed death valley driver to callahan for the win tommy dreamer tried to stop Alexander from going to the ring but he said not now gia miller asked trey miguel backstage why he defaced the title with spray paint as trey teased spray painting gia until crazy steve interrupted and challenged trey for the x division title um it should be out by the time you listen to this, but I actually did a show recently with um, Crazy Steve as well as Wei Tang from Post Wrestling as part of the podcast. So us four kind of went into a little bit of everything, so make sure you check that out. Alexander comes out to the ring and says that he was going to have a world title open challenge and suggested that Bully Ray comes out uh, now instead of waiting for Hard to Kill. But we get a video from Bully Ray, who says that he's busy looking at pictures of Alexander and his wife uh, when he beat them down at Overdrive. So it says that he won't break his word, and he'll and Alexander will have to wait for Heart to Kill for that match. So instead, Speedball Mike Bailey comes out to accept the challenge, and we get a Impact World Championship match here as Josh a- Alexander defeated Mike Bailey. And close to an hour, this match is amazing, um, as you would expect from these two, probably two of the best wrestlers from 2022. If you haven't seen this match, please go out of your way to watch it. There's actually an, an unedited version on the Impact YouTube page that's up there for free, so definitely check it out. Um, every year, I feel like Impact throws in like a match-of-the-year contender, with last year being that TJP Alexander uh, match that was on before the Impact, the pre-show that kind of spilled into the main show. Uh, same thing this year with this match here. And it was kind of cool how during the match they said that the match that was scheduled to Eddie Edwards and Delirious that was slated to main event is going to get pushed back to next week because of how long that this match went and this match even got an overrun to go over the uh a lot of times so kind of cool to see that uh dave pencer kept running down how many minutes were left and then when we had four minutes left alexander kicks out of the ultimate weapon with three minutes left bailey hit a barrage of kicks and tried a flamingo driver but alexander reversed into a styles clash with two minutes left alexander put the ankle lock on but bailey gets out and with a minute left alexander hit a pile driver followed by two c4 spikes for the pin with seconds left on the time limit can't talk about this match uh enough please check it out if you haven't already we go to Woman of Wrestling, Robbie Rocket defeated Candy Crush. Rocket's making her debut. She's actually a local uh, Cali indie wrestler known as Johnny Robbie. And uh, they even mentioned on commentary how they kind of scatter her out to bring her over the WoW. And Crush comes out with her grandma's boxing gloves that are all sewn up now after Chainsaw destroyed them. And Crush had the match pretty much won until Siren the Voodoo Doll appears on the Tron, distracting her, showing her a tarot card that says that she will lose, and she indeed did as Rocky rolls up Crush for the pin. After the match, Crush gets on the mic and calls out Highly Dead Siren and Chainsaw and says they should be coming for all of them. We go to the next match. Foxy Fierce defeated Ice Cold with a unique leg trap pin to get her first victory in WoW. Uh, it should be noted that former WWE referee Chloe Christmas, a.k.a. Blair Baldwin, actually debuted as a referee for this match, and ironically, AJ Lee called her Paige, which was a brief name given to her in WWE before Soraya said something on Twitter that caused him to change it, but it looks like she'll be going by Paige Prince now, so kind of ironic here. Penelope Pink defeated Chantilly Cello with a beautiful look and flipping neckbreaker that she calls Pretty Game Pink. Um, you know, a match like this that has established indie stars such as, um, you know, Pink, and uh, Chella here comes off so much better than the match like the previous one with newer wrestlers with close to zero experience. After the match, Pink and Lana joined commentary for the main event, which was finally for the WOW Tag Team Championships. Miami Sweet Heat defeated Tonga Twins. We finally, after weeks of leading up to it, get new tag champs here. Uh, Pink and Star tripped up the Tonga Twins, allowing Miami Sweet Heat to roll them up and become the new tag team champions. And then Lana Star said that next week she'll be making a big announcement. We go to NW USA as the champion series continues. Kylan King defeated Angelina Love by submission with a crossface giving Team Fixer 6 more points bringing their total to 8 points while Team Great has 7 Question mark number 2 defeated Carnage by Submission giving Team Brickhouse 6 points for a total of 7 as Team Tyrus has 8 points Miss Kate defeated Marty Bell by Kanao as Team Great gets 2 more points bringing their total to 9 points moving them on to round 2 as the Team Fixers get eliminated Allison K Kay and Kayla Cassidy fought Maddie and Samantha Starr to a time limit draw so both Team Tyrus and Tim Brick- Team Brickhouse get 2 points to tie at 10 um, and because of this, we get a tiebreaker match, which has the alternates. Orlando Freeman defeated Jeremiah Plunkett after hitting a big boot, and as a result, Team Tyrus gets 5 points, bringing them to 15 points to advance to the next round, as Team Brickhouse gets eliminated as a result. If this isn't confusing enough, on NWA Power, we have a new set of teams here uh, in the first round, as Trevor Murdoch and Red Titus defeated Deck, Draper, and Mims. When Murdoch pinned Mims after a top rope bulldog, giving Team Pretty 5 points. Chris Adonis defeated Jack Staines by disqualification after Dane kicked him down low, giving Team Gold 3 points. Alex Taylor defeated Luke Hawks after hitting the cradle shot, giving Team Rock and Roll 5 points. Colby Carino defeated AJ Kazana by submission with a chicken wing, putting Team Rebellion at, at 6 points. So now that the WOW confusing tag team tournament is done, now we're going to be going on to the NWA confusing champion series tournament so, weeks of fun for me here. On NXT level up, Odyssey Jones defeated Damon Kemp in a hard-fought battle after hitting a side slam. So Ruka defeated Valentina Ferroz with a finish that I'm sure you must have seen by now online. It was like this headstand flip off the corner into a cutter. It looked amazing and definitely something I haven't seen before. Uh, check it out if you haven't as Ruka continues to impress here in NXT. Trick Williams defeated Ike Minjuro with the trick kick. Uh but this match definitely wasn't easy for Trick as he gets a victory here. We go to New Japan Strong as Kenny King defeated Gregory Sharp after hitting the Royal Flush. Christopher Daniels defeated the DKC. Good match here with Daniels hitting the best moonsault ever for the pen. After the match, he kept attacking DKC. In the main event, we have an eight man tag as Allen Angels, David Finley, Hikaleo, and Tama Tonga defeated J.Y.L. Fantasma and the West Coast Wrecking Crew, who came out accompanied by Bobby Fish. This was Tonga's first match on Strong in over two years. Fun match here with an awesome ending sequence of Tonga reversing a double team move at a West West Coast record crew taking out Roy Isaacs with a gun stun, followed by dodging jorrell Nelson to hit another gun stun for the pen and the win. We go to WWE main event. Katana Chance making her main event debut defeated Tamina. They both have backstage video inserts here, which Chance says that she's here to show things that you've never seen before. While Tamina said that she's been a professional slump lately, but she can't and she won't lose again. But she did, as she had the match won after hitting a super kick, but instead of going for the pin, she kept toying with Chance, giving Katana the opportunity to roll up Mina for the upset win, but after the match, they did shake hands. We go backstage where Trick Williams, asked Cedric Alexander where his locker room was, uh, talking about tricks and kind of pretend that he didn't know who Cedric was, so he didn't ask him to park his car, and Cedric said that he's not his valet, but he's his opponent for tonight. Uh, then Trick was on the phone with Carmelo Hayes, and he was telling him how he's going to beat Cedric tonight. As uh, Cedric smacked Trick right in the face. Uh, later on, we actually see that Trick attack Cedric in the gym ahead of their match, which was the main event here, on main event, as Cedric Alexander defeated Trick Williams after hitting the lumbar check in a really good uh, competitive match here, as Cedric continues the streak of defeating NXT superstars on main event, um, with his last loss being in October when he lost to Carmelo Hayes, so maybe he'll get that win back one day. The WWE Network Edition of the Week were ICW Fight Club, which had the debut of Dirty Dango, who actually came out to his full Fandango gimmick with his WWE music and all wxw world tag team festival night two which had speedball mike bailey challenging tristan archer for the wxw unified world title in the main event and a really good match and progress chapter 146 which had jonathan gresham cheeseburger and anthony ogogo it still amazes me how AEW contracted wrestlers can just constantly appear on the w network it makes me wonder how that works well that is it for me this week you guys can catch him here next week for another episode of shot in the dark